WTF. Hello, friends, fellow Pivians. Thank you for joining us on Pivx Pods Episode 3, the only podcast in the world that explains cryptocurrency forks and summer garden advice, all in one episode. My Discord handle is Palm Tree, and joining me from other worldly places is Jeffrey and Rubarbarian. How's it going, guys? Right on. What's up? Hey, hey guys. We're back. We're back. I had a birthday and a funeral. Oh, wow. So that was a little tricky week, but just getting over all that. With all the COVID and stuff going on, it made it really interesting at the uh, funeral. Oh, yeah at the funeral home and at the at the church they had to actually limit the participants to 50 for the entire church mm-hmm. space everyone spaced out kind of a week ago that wasn't even possible they just uh, mm-hmm. allowed this is the first week that they've allowed funerals to start oh. up again well sorry to hear about your loss yeah and also happy belated birthday man yeah Happy belated birthday. So, you guys have anything to share this week? Well, uh, we actually had a birthday as well. It was my girlfriend's birthday, and it was so strange <laughs> being indoors and all that. But uh, today was pretty crazy. It was the first day we've actually been able to go outside properly. And uh, I met up with my girlfriend's parents, and we were walking around. And so, pretty much in the neighborhood, but it really makes you <laughs> realize how amazing it is just to even take a walk outside. It's something we all take for, you know, granted. And uh, I think yeah. once we all stay indoors and realize that this is that what we're doing is actually for something important to save everyone else mm-hmm. when you finally get to go outside and enjoy the freedom we all once did enjoy you realize just how amazing it is i mean i after today i realized we took it all for granted it was good and that's yeah yeah that's the weather's beautiful here so we were i mean we go for walks all the time in the woods where we live but last two weekends we got the boats out so the kayaks were in the water Oh, man. And this morning, actually this morning, we were up at seven in the morning, hit the lake, glass, water. It was beautiful. So we were hanging out with the, the birds and the beavers and, and uh, <laughs> just nice to, nice to be away from the keyboard and the screens and, and hang out with, uh, with my, my wife. So that's, you know, last, like all of us, a lot of us, we're, we're just, we're hanging out with, with the people we, we love and care about. And that's, that's a good thing, but uh, nice to get out. The weather has really helped to, uh, to get us outdoors more and get to see some people. So that's been, that's been good. Yeah. It's been a, a lot nicer here as well. It was uh, just two weeks ago. I think it was snowing yeah. <laughs> and now all the trees are, have all their leaves. Uh, everyone's planting their gardens. Yeah. I've got all my uh, plants in the ground. Sweet. We had a nice rain last night, so don't have to water today. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I got to get my tomato. I got to get my planters in. I've, I've been in-house seeding for couple months now actually so my tomato plants are ready to go and what's quite sad is i've never seen snow before guys oh really <laughs> not once in I'll my to, life i'll have, I'll have to mail you some <laughs> yeah hopefully it stays frozen check with dhl well we gotta get that. you get you over here we gotta gotta get you to the to the north <laughs> i think you have to see it at least once in your life first time people see snow people that live in the warm countries when they first see snow it's an amazing it's just yep. something they've never seen it's kind of an awesome thing yeah. yeah it's a phenomenon it's like when we see the grand canyon for the first time or you know some other water i mean you got it's you know where you were in south africa jeffrey originally i mean there's beautiful landscapes and stuff that we would just be in awe of yeah um, you know, and even where you are now, I mean, there's just a lot of great natural beauty that's, that's in there, but yeah, snow is definitely, definitely a unique thing. 
I'm going to add that to the bucket list. But yeah, it's funny because in uh, South Africa, there was actually mountains near where I live and it's about a three hour drive. We used to go there. I went there almost, I think I've been about six times and every single time I got there, it just finished snowing. So yeah, I've never seen snow, but I'm going to add that to the bucket list. I got to do it. Wow. This is like the weather, the weather episode here today. <laughs> <laughs> just shooting the breeze. A little FYI, I don't know if I had mentioned it, but we got a Pivx tip. <laughs> Appreciate that very, very much. Yeah, thanks, whoever that was. Shout out. I think we'll try to come up with some plan to give that away as a uh, as a show prize. Yeah, I think we're committed. Next episode, we're going to give away some Piv. So make sure you stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, we're gonna at least we're, at least we're gonna have a contest that you can grab it. So stay tuned. Next episode, we'll uh, we'll give some pivot away. And we don't know the details for it, but we'll try to come up with something. Yeah, yep. right. exactly. What the fork? What the fork? What the fork are you talking about? <laughs> what the fork? <laughs> exactly. What the fork? <laughs> WTF. So today we're going to be talking about forks, not the forks that you use to eat, but forks in blockchains and cryptocurrencies. Basically just go over the different types of forks. It's kind of confusing sometimes to some people. They hear that this is a fork and this is a fork, but a fork can happen within the same coin. The fork can happen with a new coin project. So we're just going to hash that out and talk about that, share our ideas on what's going on with forks. Nice. I love cutlery. <laughs> I'm sure that's what most people think we're talking about sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. Take it on, host. What the fork? All right. So, either of you, any idea why there's forks? Uh, basically to improve what we already have mm -hmm. and also to change. Yep. Uh, that's really summarized. So, basically adding extra functionality to something that's already existing. Yeah. Some sort of a software upgrade. Yeah. Forks have been happening since code started. That's just part of the, the way that code is created. There's a, there's a string and it's added to, but then something happens to that line that improves it to the point where if it continued on in the same direction, it would be deprecated or whatever. So it forks off and then that becomes the new main highway for the innovation that was implemented, right? So it's a positive implementation of a new direction. First, we'll start with blockchain forks, not code fork, but an actual blockchain fork. Basically go over the difference between a soft fork and a hard fork. And we'll start with the soft fork because that's the easier one. You have any idea what a soft fork is, Jeffrey? Yeah, basically soft fork, it can be, you know, any crypto project that introduces some new updates, but they're all backward compatible. So basically, if you have a previous version of the wallet that's running and you do, you submit a new transaction or a new block, it will still be accepted into the network uh, without breaking any rules. So that's pretty much a soft, soft fork, just really summarized. Mm -hmm. And there's really not much to say about that. That's in the case of PIVX, the implementation of BIP65, check lock time verify, that was a soft fork. So you can use that new feature if you're using a, a newer wallet, but if you had an older wallet, it wouldn't have been a mandatory upgrade. The old system would still be compatible with the new. Yeah, there's no protocol rule changes at all, so everything exists as normal, but if you don't update, you don't get the benefit of what the software brings. Yeah, non-mandatory releases and Pivx has had those historically from its inception. Just an improvement, but not overly changing major stuff that will impact the blockchain. So it's, yeah, software. It's a good thing. So that's that's the probably the simplest. And then we get into a hard fork. So this is a hard fork on the actual blockchain itself. Yep. What do you guys think that is? So a uh, hard fork, it's a bit more intrinsic than a soft fork. So basically, if you can hard fork 
for example, PIVX, it allows you to actually use the existing code base and all that to create a new blockchain and also to improve, change protocol rules. The issue with the hard fork as well is if we ourselves as PIVX release a hard fork, it will entail that something major has been changed. Uh, maybe we change the block reward or maybe we introduce a new privacy protocol. Now, the, the new protocol will be enforced with a hard fork, which means that if you had previous versions of the wallet, you'll go uh, forked per se. You'll go onto your own, you'll be on the old chain, which is no longer valid on the new update, which means any transactions, any rece receiving, if you try to receive funds and all that, it just won't be pushed to the new version of our wallet, the new blockchain, anything like that. So you're pretty much missing out of what's currently happening. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. No, no, that's true. Yeah, some people will realize, well, they may not realize, but all of a sudden they're getting like massive amounts of stakes, right? They're just rewards are just pouring in and they're just like, woohoo. <laughs> and they they all of a sudden realize, oh, I forgot to upgrade to 4.1. Yeah. They, they've been staking because of, you know, less people using that chain, they're getting more rewards, but it, they're all invalid. So once they upgrade to the newest version they're back to yeah you know the regular staking rewards and every all those stakes were just gone yeah it's like within ethereum once they they're actually planning to move from proof of work to proof of stake that will essentially be a hard fork because it's a complete yep. consensus and protocol change and we hard for so 4.1 was a hard fork correct Jeffrey, uh, 4.0, 4.0 was 4.0 or 4.1, but yeah, there was a hard fork around then. Yeah, because the the new, I guess the new proof of stake protocol was yeah pretty uh, intense, and then some other implementations. So those, that was a hard fork. Yep. Yes, I believe that the new time protocol is a hard fork. Yeah, V4 was the. Yeah, it was the hard fork. Mm -hmm. so, so essentially, a hard fork is can be thought of as a software upgrade that's not compatible with previous versions. Exactly. exactly. Whereas the soft fork is backwards compatible. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. What's the probably the most popular example for a blockchain fork where it created two new coins? Okay, so the most... Like Bitcoin... Yeah, Bitcoin, Bitcoin cash. cash. Yeah, yeah. That would be the most... I think the most that people have discussed about because if you remember in the past, it had to reach a certain uh, hash rate to do the upgrades and all that and then they decided to create Bitcoin cash. I don't remember the full story around it, but I think that's the most controversial, the most talked about one mm -hmm. that's happened where two coins were created. And even if you got to like... So with the hard fork actually as was, Bitcoin addresses are actually the same as Bitcoin cash addresses. Mm -hmm. So you can see if you go into a like a block explorer um, and you put in like your Bitcoin address, some of them might say, hey, are you looking for Bitcoin cash or are you looking for Bitcoin? So that happened because there wasn't consensus between them and it created two forks, which could happen in any project, but a group of people wanted it one way and yeah. a group <laughs> wanted it a, a different way. So it created those two forks. Yeah, exactly. And how come you don't see that in PIVX? Because you could, in theory, you could. Yeah. W would you say that the governance of the master nodes has a big part to get it to the point where its uh, decision is made and then it just follows through with that? Yeah, I think what you can see in PIVX as well is, I mean, if you judge by our GitHub, um, I think judging by that alone, PIVX you can see is one of the top five forked cryptocurrencies of all time uh, after after Bitcoin itself. Wow! And so most people, uh, even the masters themselves, they continue supporting the network. And the reason is you can see the stability that PIVX has been built on. You can see the the dedication, and you know just judging by the amount of forks, you know all the other coins and projects can agree on that statement that I just made. And uh, you find yes, in in theory, if for example a whole bunch of masternode owners had to go and push a new consensus, and the majority 
already went into that. That would essentially create a fork. But uh, we've never seen it within Pivx, and uh, I think that just complements the work that uh, you know the Pivx team has all developed and uh, is continuing to develop. And you saw that on exchanges, right, Jeffrey? Where people, when they're asked what kind of what type of coin are you, <laughs> what are the what are the top three? Yeah, pretty crazy. A lot of the exchanges are, are, we help out with, like uh, getting Pivx listed on exchanges, and some of them always ask, "What coin type are you?" or "You know, what fork are you?" And they'll have like Bitcoin code base. Second will be ERC twenty, which is Ethereum tokens, and then third we've seen Pivx code base, and that's that's because of how many forks they actually are. I think we should actually dive into the next episode, try to get an actual number. Maybe some viewers could comment, mm-hmm. tell us how many forks they know of, or any resources they've seen around that. But uh, yeah, we are. We are one of the most forked cryptocurrencies around. Yeah, if it, if anyone wants to do some research, I'd be I'd be happy to give a decent amount of PIV as a as a reward for that. If they want to do the research and then maybe use the message machine, share your share your findings, and obviously we'll have to connect with you with your address to give away the PIV. But we know we've talked about five hundred plus. We know that, but I'm sure there's more. But it'd be kind of nice to get a number as to how many. Uh, Palm tree, would you mind? Uh, Rubob just mentioned the uh, messaging system of our. Uh, for our new visitors, um, new listeners, sorry, I don't think they would be aware of what that is. Could you could you go over that quickly for them? Yeah, so if you visit the uh, podcast website, which is podcast.pivx.org, at the bottom of the page, there's a comment recorder button link. From there, you could leave us an audio message. If you have any topics that you want to talk about, if you have any suggestions, you want to complain about something we say. <laughs> Bring it on. Pretty much anything. Just... <laughs> Throw it out there and uh, it's super easy to do. It takes only a couple seconds. You're just limited to how much you want to say. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah, I think uh, if they have something interesting to say, maybe even a long topic, it would be nice to even, perhaps they could join us on the show sometime. What do you guys think? I think it'd be great. If And if you want to be on the show, go use the message machine and tell us why we should have you on. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So McAfee, press the button. (laughs) So basically, we kind of sort of already started. Now we're talking about a code or a software fork. Right. So unlike the other two forks that happened like within the blockchain itself, a fork can also be when the actual code, the software gets copied and then some work generally goes into that to change it in some way, but you're not starting with a blank paper. You're starting with some code already. That's what Jeffrey was talking about Yeah. as Pivx being one of the most, definitely in the top five most cloned or copied code mm-hmm. bases. Yeah. And so Pivx would be considered a software fork of Dash. Yeah. So we also recall that the reason why it's, you know, people, if they don't want to fork or whatever, you can go on GitHub. It's pretty, it's, I mean, it's so basic. There's literally a button clone or fork right on GitHub. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is Pivx, like most cryptocurrencies, actually open source, which means pretty much anyone can freely just go in, fork the project, create their own out of that. But we do have a license in place, mm-hmm. which is the MIT license, uh, which means that you should give copyrights, mm-hmm. you know, to the original projects that have been built. For example, like we give copyrights to Dash, we give copyrights to Bitcoin because some of their code base is within our project and anyone who goes along that should be doing the same thing or they violate this. Also just a note, um, I'm sure many of you guys have been listening and I want to say this once more, white papers are copyrighted and no project can legally plagiarize this and call it their own. White papers cannot be open source. That doesn't happen though, Jeffrey, does it? That never happens. Uh, I think that happened recently. Oh yeah, we should talk about that maybe down the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any examples of maybe, you know, one or two coins that have copied the Pivx code base? I'm just thinking of like Zenzo would be one that, is it a software fork? That would be a software fork, yep. Yes. Not only that, but a alliance with Pivx. So I think that's that's a very unique 
uh, thing happening within, you know, the ecosystem is seeing forked projects getting along and helping each other. And so a big shout out to Zenzo. But there's some unique things happening because there's projects out there that would coat software fork Pivx and it would just be a just, they would just change the name. Um, whereas projects like Zenzo and others out there are creating unique applications that are complementary to what we're doing. You know, we're, you know, basically a privacy coin where Zenzo is a gaming platform and using Pivx. So I think those are, those are some great, that's a great example. And we hope to see more of that happen within the, uh, the ecosystem to see partnerships or alliances happen. You know, we're, it's open source. Let's, let's use the code and let's improve it, but let's complement each other with unique applications that can coexist. Yeah. But the, the, a good question would be, you know, why is Pivx one of the top choices when it comes to forking a project? I think proof of stake has a big part to do with that. I think pioneering the proof of stake immediately made other projects pay attention and say, hmm, that's interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where, where Pivx actually shines is, you know, most people say, no, but you're a fork of Dash. Uh, interestingly, though, we don't actually have much of their code left in within our code base. It's mostly to do with their governance system and that. But where we shine is that we're a code fork of them. But Dash is proof of work plus masternodes. Whereas we are proof of stake plus masternodes. So a complete consensus change using the, the security of masternodes. On top of that, Pivx has achieved so many milestones when it comes to uh, proof of stake. Uh, for example, Pivx was the first ever cryptocurrency to introduce a zero coin staking. Mm-hmm. So private staking. And now in our next privacy protocol coming out in version five, we'll once again achieve a milestone. But yeah, I'll let you guys get that information for next episode as we provide more and more about that. But yeah, it's, it's just pretty much this, the Pivx itself, you know, so many new features, so many added on. I mean, if you look at our GitHub, it's on fire. We always are in the top <laughs> top five, cloned and top five in activity at all times. I think the cycle Crypto Miso, you can check out Pivx there and just see how mm-hmm. active our uh, GitHub is compared to the, the other projects. Yeah, the strength of the project, the strength of the code, the security, the stability, you know, just there's so much about the tech side that if you're looking around to copy and do something unique, you know, why would you choose an inferior code base or why would you go to a you know code base that has you know <laughs> github that's got hardly any support so i just think it's you know the pivx and, and shout out to the devs they're they're in the limelight like there's there's a spotlight on pivx code base and that's why people are are using it it's legit it's uh it's strong and it's proven itself you know we had the zero coin stuff happen and it was it is what it is but the the innovation that continues to happen moving forward nobody stopped and said oh well you know <laughs> we'll just take privacy out and leave it. No, no, we're we're pushing forward 5.0 that's coming with a new sapling protocol. Um, again, just proves we're moving ahead and leading. So being the leader, you're obviously going to be followed. Once 5.0 comes out, I think there'll be a whole lot more eyes looking at the Pivx project and trying to make another fork Mm -hmm. due to that because it's a significant amount of work that's going to be involved in making the new privacy. Yeah. I mean, even just for version 4, even like... uh... The amount of code that went into that. I mean, we, we in Discord get so many messages from other cryptocurrencies actually asking, you know, can you please assist us? Uh, Cause many projects aren't able to implement, they are code forks of Pivx, but now they're unable to introduce the new, the new code that Pivx is introducing version four because of how, how detailed and how, you know, how do I say this? I'm not a developer, so I don't know the best word to describe it, but, um, yeah, it's just something that they're not able to do. And that really speaks numbers for just how skilled our developers yeah. are, you know, continuously 
releasing such quality stuff for Pivx. Yeah, you got to have the skills. Like you can't, some people are paint by numbers. Some people are actually master artists. You can grab the painting and try and start to copy it. <laughs> but there are artists and then there's copiers. I think when you, when you look yeah. at Pivx, you set it like the skill level. It's not there in some of these projects where they, they start with the base and then they're like, uh, I have no idea what, what this is or why this is here. <laughs> and, you know, all of a sudden there'll be some problem and then they're racing into our Discord and like, please help. And it's like, well, just, just use the, you know, just use the original. Like just come, you know, if you're, if you're going to invest in a project, follow the original, follow the leader. And that's, that's been Pivx. And the exciting part is 5.0, we're talking about Q4, but they've already started to push out some stuff where we know that ZeroCoin, ZPIV will no, no longer be supported or we're challenging people to, to get that converted. So things are really rapidly progressing towards, towards a new privacy protocol. So I'm really excited about that. That's a good reminder. If you have any old ZPIV hanging around, you definitely want to get that converted. Not doing anything right now, so you're better off just to convert it now and be done with it. That way, once the 5.0 wallet comes out, then you're, you're not going to be missing any coins exactly. and you have to find old wallet versions to get it all. Do it now if you have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it will actually be disabled by version 5 where you won't be able to mint your ZPIV back into PIVX. Yeah, it'd be totally done. So yeah, yeah. So it's mandatory. Get rid of those old coins now. Be ready for 5.0's new amazing privacy feature. Do it today. Like, do it right now. Right now. Do it while you're listening. Yes. That's right. <laughs> exactly. If you need help, go to the hashtag support channel. We're right there. And don't let anyone DM you for help. We don't allow that. Only public chats. Any examples of forking gone wrong? <laughs> for, how about fork? Uh, how about forking not done right, <laughs> done correctly? Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you mean exactly? Do you mean like ethics around it or do you mean the actual code just not working? Because <laughs> we've got quite a big example. No, probably just ethics. Yeah. So that's, I, I mean, there's, it's probably not news to anybody, but we last two weeks, I, I forget the actual date when it kicked off, but somebody realized that Ghost by McAfee white paper was a ripoff of Pivx white paper. You know, the team in, you know, marketing and social and, and devs and everyone kind of rallied hard over a weekend. <laughs> I know, I know, because I was part of that. And I think we all were just putting things together to put out a challenge to to that project. And I'd like to say, you know, we we talk about what happened, but why Pivx did it means a lot. And I think it's important to say that number one, we were, we were very proud of code and the brand and we wanted to protect the brand. And so I think that was, that was a, not that it's the most important, but it was, you know, a number one thought in what, why we did what we did. Secondly, we wanted to protect people's investments and, and help them to not get scammed. And so that was, those are the two kind of things that were pushed in. A lot of people would say, oh, you just did it to get attention. But when you have something you're proud of and it's part of, part of a financial thing, this isn't just like an application or a game that may not work. This is like dealing with people's money. It's really important to Pivx that we support and stick up for those that may be taken advantage of with these kind of projects. So I just put that out there. Basically, there's no code. No one's seen any code yet, but the white paper, which is a copyrighted document, in the particular case of the one that they copied was from, I think, 2018. Yeah, it was an old version. Yeah. With lots of problems with the paper itself in that they were combining parts of zero coin and, <laughs> and sapling and yeah. things which is long that gone. don't even... <laughs> need to be there. And I think it's proper to make people aware that this white paper, anyone reading that it wouldn't, it wouldn't hold up. No. You know, if you can't write the white paper, can you write the code? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that's one of the first impressions you make, and that's by you know sharing your white paper to introduce what your project's about. And in my own personal opinion, I feel that if you know if you can't even dedicate time to <laughs> really documenting what you guys are starting, I mean, what's what's the point? What's what are you guys actually about? Yeah, and it it go it it points directly to the manifesto, the vision. Pivx was created to solve a problem. And originally when we launched, there was, we were talking about, we want to be a privacy coin because we believe in the freedom of rights, the freedom for privacy and managing our wealth, but that we are also a, a people-centric, a, a community-centric project. We, we're not here to pump and dump and make money and just get rich. And you can see these other projects that just, they just grab whatever they can. They grab an influencer and put their name on it. And and it's just a crazy scam to make the focus making money. And I don't know if you guys remember a couple weeks ago when, when it all kind of blew up, there was one comment in a Twitter feed that just, it said it all. And it was from, I'm not even going to say who it is, but it was somebody on their side. They said like something like, come on guys, can't you just let me make money? <laughs> Right. It was like <laughs> the response. I it blew my mind because in my head I'm thinking, okay, you're a thief. You're stealing. Say you're in someone's house and you just stole all their jewelry. The police show up and they arrest you. And your comment is, oh come on guys, what, can you not just make me make help me make a buck? You know, like the the lunest. <laughs> I was just like that <laughs> statement said it all. The, that statement was okay. That's your moniker, and ours is this, right? It was just it really drew a line in the sand. Going, people, you gotta wake up. You can't just follow a project because of some guy or you know whatever. Do your due diligence because we're talking about people's money here. Like again, if we were talking about a, an application or something that maybe worked or didn't work, no big deal. But people are investing thousands and thousands into these projects. And you can't just rip off a paper and pretend you're going to make a coin and take people's money. It, it literally is a thief getting caught and going, I just want to make money. And that's okay. Well, that's, I guess, you know, we all have things we aspire to in life. Yours is to make money off of people's demise. Whereas, you know, Projects like Pivx are here to solve a problem within the economy, right? So that's my rant. <laughs> drop mic. Mic drop now. There you go. So yeah. But yeah, it also speaks about the community of people that are yeah. following them. I mean, when you immediately, I mean, there was a lot of defense going on where people were like, um, it's not a code fork. I mean, they were even complaining and saying that the, the white paper it's open source. Yeah. And that, that, that's to reflect on my previous yeah. comment. And it just shows that, you know, people don't really know. I feel that when you invest in crypto, it's like when you go to a bank. I mean, we're in South Africa, we went to a bank. The first thing they did was they would teach us about it. this is how the bank card works. This is how you deposit. So you do that. And you, you understand the risks as well. I mean, most people don't even read their, their banks, their bank uh, terms of service. Like, you know, if your bank ever liquidates, you yeah. lose all your funds. And I don't think many people know that. Yeah. You can't really claim it back. <laughs> the bank's protected against such things. And that's where I feel people need to read more about what cryptocurrency is and understand you know you need to understand the terms i mean i even had a guy shot back at me as like uh he was like no but um the white paper is open source you guys are just uh jealous and i'm like yeah. you know those kind of statements shows you know people are making uneducated decisions with their money at the end of the day crypto is finance it is the future of finance and i mean you're not gonna go i mean you're not gonna just go switch to some random currency that's that's failing so why would you do the same with crypto you know you want to research it you want to yep. know how it works even when you buy a new phone you go and you research it so why do people feel that crypto is an exception you know it's got this guy's face on it boom you know it must be good let's buy it yeah it's just not any good and i think the reason for that is this this section is lacking education i think that's what's so awesome about pivx itself because we've got programs like the ambassador program which is actually run by you uh well, which was you know manifested mm -hmm. and started by you 
group, uh, which I mean, I was a part of that. I was very lucky to be able to be mm-hmm. one of the first to be spreading the word of Pivx. And, you know, that, that led a lot of people to become educated about what crypto is and what Pivx is and, you know, how to use it and why it's better versus mm-hmm. cash. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think that's what's majorly missing where you get investors like this who are saying, no, but it's just a white paper. It's just this. I mean, if someone started up a McDonald's and just added an extra S, I can guarantee <laughs> people, guarantee that people aren't going to go support that's right. them because you're going to be I like, think that's uh, happened. You're going to be like, okay, well, they, <laughs> isn't there a Tom I mean, Hortons in, in, in China? <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard something like that. But I mean, it's like in the Japanese animes where they got instead of McDonald's, yeah. it's Whack Donald's. And I always laugh when I see that. But yeah, you're not going to support them because you're going to be like, you know what? It's not as good as the mm. original. So why would you trust a project that says, no, we're going to be the best. We're going to be this. A, they don't even exist yet. And B, their white paper is a clone. You know, I'm not just, I'm not saying anything personal against them or what, but I'm saying in general, the, the idea of, you know, just... <laughs> cloning and then stating mm-hmm. it as your own to me that's already a, a red flag like i would know to not let my my sweet bit bitcoin touch it that that's just from me and, and it goes back to ethics and trust and and i love the fact that when pivx was born as well originally as darknet when everything was first kind of created the initial investment or whatever the those coins were burned like it was you start with a level of trust and ethics and that continues on throughout the project so although the transparency and governance around pivx and how it started it's one of the reasons why i was i jumped in with two feet is like i look around the the ecosphere of crypto and go wow there's a lot of bad players and people scamming and and all this and you know doing it just for the buck and here's a here's a project that launched and then burned everything just to make it fair to, from the from the start. And I think that says a lot yeah. about why Pivx is being copied, you know, from the code, but uh, the brand and the ethics, uh, you know, hopefully when people, if people can copy the code, they can copy the, the community-centric vibe as well, because that will just be better for everybody. And that's the problem that we're trying to solve is is improve wealth management yeah. and uh, help people that are in, they're in ecosystems that are just governments nefarious and there's all kinds of things that are happening. Whereas Digital cash, digital currency can really solve that if it can kind of be spread out through the the whole system. Obviously, if we if it's just trading crypto to crypto, that's that's one thing. But we need we need to create a supply chain uh, using Pivx and add that to the level of support and the ethics around development and governance and all that. It just makes sense to support a project that has that base and not just run after some guy's name that's pumped and dumped and the history of personality and the ethics behind it it i mean i guess people will follow anybody right like that's the that's the thing you can't you can't tell people to to make that choice but at least what we did team did was we we tried to help you know not have as many people get scammed and we protected our brand which is great if you look at the community how the responses on reddit or twitter i think nobody was being ugly nobody was being they were just plain and simple this is the truth this is you're copying this and then like you said you had all these weird comments of people saying you know you know i was gonna pump all this and do this and some of the comments were just totally totally outrageous 100 mm-hmm. percent against community mm-hmm. and i think that the pivx community if you look at all the threads when that whole event happened yeah. I think I, I don't remember seeing anything negative or, or, you know, said in a bad way. It was all very professional. I think that shows how the community of Pivx is completely mm-hmm. different to a lot of other communities. Yeah, we're, we're civil. <laughs> we're, we, we treat people <laughs> with respect. And, uh, and that doesn't mean you don't come down on people and, you know, call them up when things go wrong. But it's very 
typical in the in the crypto realm that if you disagree with somebody, you not only can disagree with them, but you you try and trash them as much as you can. And that's just like common in some of these uh, circles. But it's great if you can disagree and not get into a fight and you know and have a war and destroy someone, you know the you know erase them from <laughs> from existence. Just disagree. <laughs> and it, it, I was actually impressed a little bit. I, I forget who the uh, the company was. Uh, part of the Ash Switch guys. Their initial response was, "Yeah, we made a mistake." And I was like, what? Did somebody just say they made a mistake in crypto? Like I was, who knows if that was written as a PR plant or something, but in general, that's just, that was, that's unheard of. I was not expecting somebody on the other side to say, yeah, we, we, we failed. (laughs) So I don't know. No, I feel like we've touched on a lot this time. Like we had a lot to say. Yeah. Yeah, help us out and share this on social media. Visit the website, podcast.pivx.org. From there, you can leave us a message. Audio message would be preferred. We would love to get our first audio message. All the links, anything we think you should know about, we'll leave links in the show notes. You guys good? Yeah, great great show, guys. I think... Uh... I think it was good to good to chat about some of this stuff and looking forward to next episode when we can maybe hear some other ideas and kick off our pivotways, our giveaways uh, contest. So uh, looking forward to that. And you can always catch us on Discord too if you have any ideas or suggestions. I feel like we've touched on a lot this time. Like we had a lot to say. Yeah. All three of us you can find on Discord. That's yeah, the man. easiest way to get in touch with us. Definitely give us some ideas for topics. Ask questions too. We're here to answer all of them. Or better yet, come on the show and ask us directly <laughs> convince us that you should be on the show leave us leave us a leave us a good yeah. resume and we'll uh, we'll get you on the show if we don't have any ideas then we'll be talking about kayaking <laughs> our gardens our gardens <laughs> i actually need to start a garden soon <laughs> maybe it'll be uh planting purple how's that for an episode <laughs> yeah we do have oh yeah eggplants aren't they purple <laughs> uh, r- rhubarb could be purple yep. purple potatoes yes i believe there's some green beans that are purple yeah purple, purple beans purple yeah beans. you can get those Sweet potatoes are purple. <laughs> this could be a contest. I will wrap my kayak in Pivot's purple if we get a great topic or some. We could do this as a contest. You know, I'll wrap my kayak in purple as a as a as a win. So if you don't want to hear about purple carrots next yeah, yeah. show, send us a <laughs> send us a topic idea. <laughs> right on. Exactly. Please. Right, we'll, see you, we'll see you. We'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Peace out, guys. Peace. Peace, everyone. <laughs>